This is the Daily Signal podcast for Monday, October 16th. I'm Samantha Sherris, and joining us today is Karen Anderson, founder of Freelancers Against AB5. As I mentioned on Friday's show, during an event here at the Heritage Foundation titled 21st Century Labor Policies to Promote Worker Freedom, Opportunity, and Entrepreneurship, Karen was a member of a panel titled Why Protecting Independence is Vital for Opportunities and Flexibility. Karen joins today's episode to discuss California's AB5, or Assembly Bill 5, which went into effect on January 1st, 2020, her group, Freelancers Against AB5, and more. We'll get to our conversation right after this. Virginia Allen here. I want to tell you all about a great way you can stay in the know on all the news The Daily Signal covers social media. The Daily Signal has an active presence on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are constantly posting news stories, clips from interviews, videos, and more across all our social platforms. Follow The Daily Signal on social media so you can get all the latest content from reels on Instagram to video clips on Facebook and political commentary on Twitter. Today, I have the honor of welcoming Karen Anderson to the Daily Signal podcast. Karen is the founder of Freelancers Against AB5. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Thanks for having me. So before we get too far into our conversation today, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a third generation Southern Californian. I have been a freelance writer, managing editor and professional photographer for almost 25 years. And I also... You know, my elderly mother, I had to kind of move back into the house to take care of her, you know, starting a couple of years ago, which coincided with the arrival of this new law in California called AB5, which restricts independent contractors. And could you tell us a little bit more about AB5? From my understanding, it went to effect January 1st, 2020. What is this law and its impact over the last few years? Well, it implements what's called the ABC test, which is the worker classification test, and it's the strictest in the nation. So basically the law says that everybody, no matter who you are, no matter what business you're in, is presumed to be an employee unless you can pass this ABC test. And most people can't pass it unless you're, you know, a plumber doing work for a department store or something like that. So what happened was that the... um, author of the law did a lot of backroom dealing and granted a lot of exemptions to certain chosen few. And then a lot of other people across the vast swaths of professions, even before the law went into effect in January of 2020, lost their livelihoods overnight. They were blindsided. They lost their clients that, you know, they were no longer able to operate as independent contractors legally. They had to either be converted into employees, which is Nine times out of ten, they're not the company's not going to do that, or you just just out of luck. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned at the top of the interview, you're the founder of the Facebook group uh, Freelancers Against AB Five. Tell us a little bit more about this group, some of the people that are you know involved with it, and some of their stories as well. Well, the law um, was was signed in September on September 18, twenty nineteen. 
And when I, I, I woke up that morning and I read about it, you know, the next day and I thought this is going to be an existential threat to my career. I, I'm not going to, how am I going to survive? I'm going to have to, you know, but then I started investigating it more and I realized that, you know, it, it encompassed all professions. So golf caddies, videographers, photographers, nurse practitioners, whatever. So I thought, well, I, I, I want to find out how it's affecting other people, not just me. And so I started this public Facebook group just to see if I could hear some people's stories. And then just sure, sure enough, they started coming in in, uh, you know, November and December. People started losing their livelihoods overnight. I mean, theaters were closing. Festivals were shutting down. Musicians couldn't perform because, uh, you know, if you're a bar band, you had to make all of your all of your players an employee. Um interpreters and translators were, were unable to to work because mm-hmm. they're mostly independent contractors or getting stories from um, uh, sign language interpreters, uh, healthcare professionals. We had, a, uh, you know, just all sorts of healthcare people who had to abandon their, their patients mm-hmm. overnight. And, and, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's just, it, you c- can't even believe the amount of, of um, professions that are impacted by it. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to ask you about, you know, obviously this law took effect, as we've been talking about, beginning of 2020. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, shortly after that, we had the COVID-19 pandemic and all of the lockdowns. So, you know, what was the, the impact in California for, you know, independent contractors, small businesses, freelancers of both, you know, AB5 and COVID-19 lockdowns and, you know, the, the impact of that combined? Well, like I said, we started seeing community theaters and children's theaters mm-hmm. and opera companies and dance companies and nonprofit arts groups and, and all sorts of, you know, ind- independent filmmakers mm-hmm. and opera companies and everything else shutting down because of AB5, mm-hmm. you know, beginning in November, then December, then the law went into effect and the floodgates opened and and the optics were really bad for the author of the bill. You know, I mean, it was a complete and total dumpster fire and we had a lot of momentum in fighting it. You know, a lot of people were, but it was every man for himself. People were fighting for their own exclusive exemptions and carve outs. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic hit in April and it obscured the big picture collateral damage that would have been exposed to the general public, you know, about all of the fallout from it. And nine months later in September, the author of the bill came up with a cleanup bill, AB 2257, that provided some more exemptions for chosen few, the loudest ones, you know, but still a lot of people fell through the cracks. And I want to say that the exemptions themselves, just because you read that AB5 has 102 exemptions or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't mean that those exemptions can be taken advantage of because, like everything else, they come with fine print, caveats, poison pills. You know, some of them, some professions can only get an exemption if they pass 11 different criteria. Mm-hmm. You know, so whether you're able to take advantage of that exemption or not is a totally different story. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how it unfolded in 2020. And um, the independent contractor issue kind of, you know, 
I mean, we were, were, were no more important than anybody else that were losing their jobs because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it was really a gift for the author and the legislatures. They could just hide behind it, blame the pandemic for the job loss. And once community theaters started coming back just recently, and they always, they told me all along, well, we can survive a, we can survive the pandemic eventually mm-hmm. and go, get back and open, but we can't survive AB5 because we can't, it, it increased the production costs of a single production by sometimes up to 70%. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to put every single person on payroll, including somebody who's just there for an hour or a day. Mm-hmm. And it's not possible. Mm-hmm. Now, in terms of any sort of counteraction within California, you know, state legislature, is there any sort of movement to try to reverse AB5 or, you know, what what are people feeling in California? Well, Kevin Kiley, who's now in the in Congress as a representative, and he's continuing the fight. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, I spoke before at his at his subcommittee in April to to uh, about AB five and all the damage that it has done and continues to do. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of efforts to try to repeal it. There were lots of efforts to try to at least amend it. You know, or try to you know grant exemptions to other other professions that were excluded and it just all just fell by the wayside you know and they basically it's just death by a thousand cuts and and they the legislature and the author of the bill she's just moved on you know she was making all these promises but now she's back where she came from and she is the head of the California Labor Federation which is the largest labor organization in the state of California it represents 1200 unions and 2.2 million workers and She's up there wielding her power and making, you know, politicians and legislatures kiss her ring and do her bidding, which she had always done in, in, when she was the head of the Appropriations Committee in the legislature when she, she came up with AB5. Now, I wanted to also ask you about, um, you were on a recent uh, panel here at the Heritage Foundation. The name of the panel was Why Protecting Independence is Vital for Opportunities and Flexibility for those who weren't either able to attend in person or, you know, couldn't watch online, can you speak more to about uh, what you talked about in the panel and also just, you know, what the name of the panel, why protecting independence is vital for opportunities and flexibility? Well, I mean, flexibility is is, is important mm-hmm. for a lot of people, especially moms and people like me who have to, are obligated to stay home and take care of an elderly parent. Uh, stay-at-home moms or, or just, you know, it's just their new way of working now, you know. But it's not the only benefit of, of being an independent contractor. I get to set my own rates. I get to pick and choose my own clients. I get to deduct my expenses, which is hugely important for me. I get to invest in my own equipment. And I also get to try, I'm not stuck in one lane in a job. I get to expand my offerings. So for me, I, you know, taught myself um, how to do interior photography and interior lighting to expand my offerings as a photographer for the kind of, you know, magazine that I was an editor of, which was a, a home magazine. So I never would have had that opportunity, you know, in a in a nine to five job, mm-hmm. you know. And but but deducting your expenses is really important. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, just to circle back to AB five. What is the number one takeaway you want our listeners to know about AB5? Well, don't believe everything you read in 
because mm-hmm. so many people have their facts wrong about AB5. It's very confusing, first of all. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get it mixed up with Prop 22. Mm-hmm. So Prop 22, if, if you're not familiar with it, was a ballot initiative that was brought forth by the rideshare and app-based delivery companies to exempt them from the ABC test of AB5. And it was voted on by 60% of the voters in 2020. But it only gives them their own special carve-out. It doesn't exempt the whole gig economy. or And that's that's one of the mythologies that you read over and over and over again. Prop 22 exempted the gig workers. Not It just exempted rideshare workers. That's it. And delivery. Prop 22 did not repeal AB5. AB5 is alive and well. AB5 is wreaking havoc Mm. on so many um, professions. We have identified 600 categories of professions in our group that in one way or another has been impacted negatively by AB5. Another segment that is overlooked is not just affecting independent contractors. It's devastating to small businesses who hire independent contractors. And they, the Employment Development Department, they conduct these, these really ruthless payroll tax audits looking for misclassification violations anywhere they can find it. And, and the, the fines and the penalties and all the back pay and wages and, and everything that, that, that you could end up owing for, for just having a videographer independent contractor here or there throughout the year doing a th- occasional work for you could it be enough sometimes to put you out of business i mean i've had stories audit horror stories coming into my group from music store owners photographers videography platforms florists architectural renderers just solopreneurs people that you know moms and pops that's what's you know, the narrative, it's always being framed around these big industries like Uber and Lyft and trucking, you know, and that's what people think AB5 is, that's all it's about and everybody else doesn't apply to. It's not true. AB5 is intended to apply to every single worker in the state and every single business in the state of California unless you have an exemption. Mm-hmm. Well, Karen, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, just before we go, any final thoughts? Well, I'm just happy to be able to come here to Washington, D.C. and and share a little bit about the ongoing devastation of AB5. It's not something that's in the past. Mm -hmm. It's something that's still unfolding in California. And the reason that it's important to national listeners of yours is that, you know, they're trying to implement the ABC test from California into federal regulations and then also in other states. And because AB5 has such a bad reputation, they might try to, you know, say, oh, no, well, we're not really doing that. But they really are. And so what you want to look out for now is that the USDOLB will be unveiling a rule shortly, a six-factor rule, that will severely restrict independent contracting nationwide, and it mimics the ABC test of California. Mm -hmm. So you're going to see a lot of fallout very soon from that and a lot of lawsuits coming up. And Julie Sue, who is now the deputy, she's the acting secretary of labor with the Department of Labor in the, under the Biden administration. She came from California. Mm-hmm. She endorsed and enforced AB5. And she's going to be, I mean, she was a labor commissioner there from 2011 till 2018. 
that she was ahead of the EDD up until she became Deputy Secretary of Labor for Biden. Why they promoted, why they're promoting her after all her fiascos, I have no idea. But California's California's chaos is coming to a coming nationwide. I mean, it it can, and we're it's not speculation about what these laws can do in California. We're the canary in the coal mine. Well, Karen Anderson, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And that'll do it for today's episode and for our series featuring Clement Troutman and Karen Anderson. If you haven't had the chance, make sure you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you get your podcasts and help us reach even more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. We read and appreciate all of your feedback. Thanks again for listening. Have a great Monday, and we'll be back with you all this afternoon for top news. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.